Hey everyone, I'm Wa. And I'm Chris, and welcome to Docky Sweeties. We're two longtime friends to discuss the riveting and sometimes trashy and salacious world of docuseries and reality TV. Yes, but through our own lens, honey, which today is going to be, you know, collab friendly. Anyway, welcome. <laughs> so excited. Yeah, but at the end of the day, hopefully mildly sweet. We'll have two parts to this collab. Uh, forgot half what I was saying halfway through. I forgot like how I was going to turn that into this. But anyway, it's my own fault and I made through, I pushed through. I'll tell you this right now. I'm super excited and so much so um, because we have, I mean, truly in our first time, a relationship success story to talk about couples with, you know what I'm saying? Because like, obviously one, I love talking about it ad nauseum, but like we're two single gals or whatever. And so to really have a point of view to bounce off of, it's just going to be like super, definitely fresh for us. But let's talk about what's happening today. So we're going to do a two-parter with our beautiful podcast collab, which is Married to Reality. And we have the Married to Reality married hosts, John and Teresa, welcome to DocuSweet. Hello. Hello, thank everyone, and thank uh, you. That pregnant pause. Um, wow, the drama. And then I also felt like, were we supposed to start collabing sooner? It was... We were all uh, on the edge of our seats. That's I, I mean, Chris, uh, <laughs> Chris is an improviser, so... No, I also just have, like, mild strokes in between of, like, me thinking about how I'm going to, like, change it around. While you used to just always let me be the one that changes the script, and then when she changes the script, I'm like, I don't know what to do now. Let's go straight. Anyway, so, um, listen, guys. We are here to talk about what? The 90-day premiere of... This is season three of Love in Paradise. It's episode one. I like big boats. And I can't not lie. lie. <laughs> Every, everyone thought that, that, right? You know, we all thought that, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, good. Then uh, their job was done. We got sharped, you know. But yeah, so um, brand new season. We've enjoyed uh, season one was straight to streaming, and they knew how much we loved it, brought it right to that TLC. And so straight to cable now because we're fiending for it. More of these couples just, you know, <laughs> hooking up on vacations, honey, and calling it love. It's not all positive, though, because now that I think it's on TLC, we have to wait until it airs to get it on Discovery+. Plus. Weren't we getting it early last season? Is that we were. What, is that what's going on? Do you guys remember how it, from um, Happily Ever After, we would get it at, like, in the morning? So I got Happily to, Ever mm -hmm. After in, like, the 80s. They were sending it to me so early. And now, <laughs> yeah, now we're watching it after. Everyone already sees it. And Ridiculous. I hate it. I can't stand mm -hmm. it, especially when we have to podcast about it. Yes, we need it during the day. We need it earlier in the day so we can live our lives as opposed to waiting to the very end and then trying to like take notes. I want to watch it in the morning when I'm drinking my coffee Thank so you. I can be fresh, you know, and get it done. So yes. very exactly. <laughs> what are we paying they, for? <laughs> at, least, at least the episode titles so far, thus far for Love and Paradise are better than The Other Way because The Other Way episode titles riddle me that please they're like roomy quotes <laughs> i don't know what they are <laughs> yeah so guys we are doing a two-parter okay you're getting so much quality content I, I know you can't stand it um so we're gonna do part one on our channel docu sweeties where you're at right here where you're listening mm -hmm. and then after that i need you to go back into your apple podcast or your google play space or whatever that is and um search married to reality and then listen to part dose come you know on over saying? 
Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Part those. Oh, here's the thing. It's always nice to have a brand new season in the 90 day world, but it's, it's not just the world, it's the universe. And there are many seasons, there are many galaxies, there's many countries, and there's so many beautiful ones, honey. There's so many ones that are tropical. They made a whole series just of tropical, beautiful ones, and it's called Love in Paradise. But, uh, but we're talking about the juggernaut that is Toe, honey. Towing it where we tow an American to a different part of the world where we're going to see how that person fish out of water is. And um, this has been, I'll be honest, a very fun season. And it's because they have great new people. I always love new people. And like the best ones this season for me are like the Nicole and Mahmoud's, mm. you know, like I cannot believe the content we're getting just like from them alone. What do you say? Riveting. When you say great new people, you mean terrible uh, new people. And yes, those are the best to watch. <laughs> I mean, you know, a little from column A from a little column B, honey. I don't. <laughs> Yeah, I could, there, there's just ugh, Jed and Rishi are they're not fun. They're not like great people. Like they're fun to watch, but I'm not like a taking anyone home. But you know, I know who was taken home. Wa? Um, I'm taking home Kevin from Life Love After Lockup. Life. No, <laughs> I thought you. I thought she was gonna. I thought. Sorry, I, I gave it to you. Thought you were gonna say Debbie because I know you love Debbie. Oh, I love her. But I love I'm, Debbie too. Who I'm taking home is Kevin. From Love After Lockup. Uh, but yeah, from do you guys Tom, watch that? Wait, do you guys watch Love After Lockup? It's the one we show don't. Teresa refuses to. I tried, and I just can't get into that. Oh, you got to get sharp, Tutty. You know, like, what's he, you know, like. It's, I don't know why. I just, I can watch literally anything, so but somehow I can't get into this. And so many of our friends were like, T, you got to watch this. It's so great. And that is like, Love After, in between Lockup? No. Before lockup, <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, yeah. during lockup, yeah, thank you. So I, I tried, I tried, but it's just not, it's not getting to me. She's but, got her own bad boy right here. That's all she needs. <laughs> I love, uh, love Debbie and Osama. <laughs> That's I, a good I, Debbie. <laughs> very good. Debbie. I definitely, I definitely uh, love her. I, I just thought, it, yeah, I think Chris, you're absolutely right. It's, it's a great season. I thought that Nicole and Mahmoud definitely. I thought they were going to be a one trick pony and one note, but when they decided to just not talk about their feelings or what their relationship was about, and then they decided to go on that dusty ass bridge and eat mm-hmm. hummus, I just said, hey, give me a good pivot. You know what I'm saying? Like, take me in another direction that I never thought it would go. That's the <laughs> advice we always give to couples. When they say, how are you guys so successful as a married couple? We say, just don't talk about your problems. Sweep them under the rug and, <laughs> and they'll just magically disappear. So I'm, I'm glad they took that route. How much hummus do you guys eat? A lot, I bet, right? Mm. <laughs> Teresa sustains on hummus. Love hummus. But oh, I don't think... 
Uh, I got the Costco one. The small hummus is oh. from Costco. You guys go to Costco now? <laughs> yes, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Theirs wasn't hummus tahini, though. Theirs was having hummus just in Arabic means garbanzo beans. So, like, they were, it seemed like they were having some hot, lemony water garbanzo beans. I actually around. had oh, that, soup. or I think I've had it. So, a quick background about me. Uh, our peeps know, but uh, when I came here, not on the boat, as John likes to say. I flew into New York City. And boy, are her arms tired. <laughs> <laughs> but I was an au pair for two years, year and a half. And I lived with a Greek family, like legit Greek family, first generation. The parents moved here for jobs. So like we all had like the heavy accents. And I learned to cook Greek. And because it's Mediterranean, so they have a soup that's made out of chickpea and lemon. And I literally think that's probably, if it's not the same thing, it's very similar. And it's super mm. good and super healthy. I think that's what mm-hmm. they were eating. They were just calling it hummus, but I don't think it was the hummus that we know. Mm-hmm. Let me now look that up. I need to make a, a hummus tahini broth. Yeah, what did you call it, Teresa? We were talking about it on our podcast. You we called it chick- chickpea soup. Chickpea soup. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, sounds delicious. <laughs> Who okay? What do you okay? Do you think that Usama? What do you think Osama's end game is with Debbie? Just money, just to be living off of her until she, you know, goes. <laughs> yeah, I think he wants to just go all in on his art, and here's someone to subsidize it. They there is no romance there. They do have they have more fun together than than Nicole and Mahmoud, so that's nice to see, but there's no romance. There's never been a kiss on the cheek, a kiss on the lips, anything over the pants. And <laughs> so to me, it's just this platonic relationship. <laughs> I, what is this, the cover of her autobiography? Is that, are there wings on her? What is this? Yeah, don't you remember when he said, Debbie is like an angel. So I had our good friend Gabby just like mock up Debbie as an angel with man i love that you need to yeah. send, you need to send that to us that's my new facebook profile picture it's amazing i um, love that well yeah. i think that they they're not romantically involved but i think they have this companionship that they like each other they're more artistic and spiritual whatever you call it so they do have a bond i just don't think they bank and have that type of bond right mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. agreed but not a banging bond not yeah, a banging bond. bond just like a and I, I get it like artistic creative people as Julian and myself are creatives and do we do connect on that level as well we do connect on other levels yeah we but bang I also though <laughs> <laughs> i don't think they go there but i think there is a connection i don't think it's just him using her but at the same time like yes what is his end game i'm curious to see that mom knows something, honey, from that last episode. The way that mom was just like, yeah, you know, the dad's she's not... very shy. She's very shy. Don't don't get nervous if she doesn't talk. She's very shy. Okay. Or or she was taught if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything. Yeah, that's that's exactly it. I can't get past I can't get past Osama's mouth. I just and also in last ep in the last episode that I watched, he looks like Sid from Ice Age. Yes, he does. I had to like, I had to take a moment, but like yes. His, his eyes were wild. And I was like, are they 
I don't know, whatever, I don't know. Last episode, his eyes were wild. And she was like, yeah, Osama, get it in the car. <laughs> you know, Debbie's always right. Debbie's always right. Okay, Osama, does your parents know I'm coming? This sure ain't Sugar Hill. Name it Lana. She's just talking and he's looking at her like, don't worry, just be you. Just be who you are, spirit, and, and you know, whatever. And I'm like, oh, my God, he looks just like Sid. He like <laughs> <laughs> I know what you're talking about. I think I think it's good that Debbie is self-aware. I mean, we've seen so many 90 dayers and a lot of these like older women, the younger guys who are not thinking straight about certain things, how you know there might be some obstacles and the families might not. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's it. Because yeah. <laughs> you pretty, know that's pretty accurate. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know it's true, and I'm gonna find the picture and put this side by side and put it on the internet. Yeah, that's horrible, Wa. That's horrible that you would do that to him. <laughs> the poor Osama. And what was it? I remember, like, remember his poem, and we were uh, like, "Bones, your bones." <gasps> oh, better than runaway train. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh god, the girl with the red heels. Yeah, okay, so my other favorite couple from this is um, it's not my favorite couple, this is sarcasm. Is um, Danielle and Johan when she was kicking that coconut? Uh. At this point, I'm like, Johan's feet has been through it too. I'm like, are you wearing pointy shoes, sir? Why do you have all those bunions? We talked about this on our podcast. Her religion is just about wasting perfectly good food. All the time. All there is. She's not even composting it. Now she's just kicking it around. And breaking it and making a mess. It's horrible. You could kick the coconut and then crack it open and drink that delicious juice. But no, you just smash it on the ground and let it go to waste. You're absolutely right. And sometimes the religion is like, don't eat this and don't eat that. It's kind of like, it's kind of restrictive. This is like a- Better restrictive. Was, I mean, was, is... was Ifa like a haram going through like an eating disorder situation? Like what is <laughs> happening? Why are they, what is, all? what almond mom kind of like, weird religion is this? But you know, I, I, um, I never, I'm so sorry, John, let me tell you this thing about me. And I just, this is, this is controversial, but let's tell you this right now. I- I cannot stand having to, I cannot stand men's feet. I cannot stand. I don't like men's feet. You know, like the taller you are, the worse it is. <gasps> okay. John. Okay. I have to, I have to tell you something, Chris. John. I have to tell you something. Get on the that bigger and tall, the taller that you are, like, I don't have to tell you, honey. It's only for not, forget me nots. I don't have to tell you. It's not for me. Okay. What? Right, right, I have right. to tell you something. I Howie. also do not like men's feet. I, I think <sighs> men should be well should be for should be prohibited it's to, illegal it should, yeah, yeah it should be, illegal. be illegal to wear sandals however however Ugh. john somehow has beautiful feet i always tell him we should make money off of his feet they don't have to see his face just his feet because <laughs> he has beautiful feet guys and he doesn't go to the salon he just takes care of it himself and somehow i'm okay with him wearing flip-flops i just found him a nice new flip-flops on amazon i mean somehow there are people out. with nice feet, like John. And I'm not just saying it because he's my husband. I'm so I happy want, for you. You make me happy for thank you. you. Thank you. To make it. So I, if you can make money, John, please do it and then tell me how, because I would right. like to be nice. All right. Let's just see. like, okay. honey, just like Megan and 
Charlie. Oh, yeah. Or Courtney. She was stomping on food for money. Oh, yeah. she Well, was? that's a waste of food. That's Courtney almost like Danielle. <laughs> I didn't know that about Courtney. At least she was profiting off it. Danielle's just like, oh, perfectly good banana, throw it in the river. Pizza, throw it in the trash. Who needs this? What do you think about the way she's treating him and the way she thinks that she's right in everything that she's saying? Uh, she's I would wrong. leave her. She's wrong in most of it. <laughs> the, the need to hang out with your ex is unnecessary, I mm-hmm. would say. Um, yeah, I don't think she's right about many things. Okay, I feel that. Um, I want to talk about Rishi Gate. I want to talk about the half-naked topless pitcher that <laughs> this all of her friends, like half-naked, when, when she said, he sent me a topless pitcher, I said, topless? ma'am and then she's like yeah i told him i was a model and i was like a model ma'am he knew that you were not a model i kind of believe him that he knew that she was his friend now the pulling the leg thing i wish he would stop saying that because oh yeah imagery after a while but do you think what do you think Rishi? do you think he's full of shit i think he's full of shit but i also think Oh, I don't want to sound like an asshole, but you know, during COVID, we all like put up a few pounds, <laughs> and I think his photo shoots were taken before COVID, because oh. you kind of look at that and you're like, me, I mean, right? Am I am I am I wrong here, guys? <laughs> yeah, I, I I need I don't even believe that's him. So oh, you defense... think it's all Photoshop? Like you removed the head oh, you on the bod? I googled a hot guy with abs and then sent that photo. We've all done it, and he, it's, a, it's a catfish situation. I would just, if We've my, all done my it. My defense would just be, look at it. Look at him. Look at me. That's not me. So I don't know what you're worried about. Well, I think once I- upon a time it was him, but again, I think you know, COVID and the relationship got in the way, and I, he got comfortable. All right. I had this also thing and listen this is like I'm not married so this is why I'm so happy to like have you and John here like I think like men like if men just like start drinking alcohol they can put on like 25 pounds like that's Rishi like Rishi's two compositions we've seen it feels just like Rishi you know when he's like pay attention for two weeks and not paying attention for like two months but like all men had to do was like you know eat them egg white smoothies and like you know, I just feel like it won't take him that long to get back to that. Like he has to lift like one weight too. I don't know why he's not been dancing. Maybe he's to get into Deer's classes. Remember Deer? I don't know. Like you know, listen, he has a lot of friends that are doing a lot of Indian Zuba classes and one of those Bollywood Zuba classes. He has to get in there. Um, having said that, no shame because I also have you know put on some LBs. But it I'm is, not it, sitting. It, I making pictures say, of myself. Sorry, it is. It. It's it's incredibly unfair the, uh, the the old double standard we have here because especially not only do I find it easier to get in shape than Teresa says it is. She well, you say, oh, I could go to the gym for a month and I won't notice anything, and I go. I have stubborn belly fat. It just doesn't stubborn, go anywhere. SPF, and but that's a whole other issue. Yeah. But the the real unfair part is that culture, society has started to gravitate towards the dad bod, so you don't even have to get. In, to shape and he does have a dead bot mm-hmm. so maybe that's what he's doing maybe he was on uh, the good old google and he was searching for like what's you know what's popular nowadays and it's a it's the dead bot dad bots are trending mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah i am um, i liked when he met oh 
Oh, okay. these are I, my I, favorite. Really? <laughs> really? They're your favorite? She's so nuts. She's so nuts. Chris, Sleepy Chris, right? Do you think, okay, well, okay, let's, let's get to like the nitty gritty. Do you think that Sleepy Chris is sleepy because she's uh, uh, into playing with Tina? That's a very old fashioned way of saying it. Playing with Tina? Uh, I'm not yeah, sure that's what you're a- saying. Okay. Is that like ladies' way of saying it? Oh, I want to figure this out. Is it? Is yeah. it? Quite, Actually, you... you know what? This is like a very. I wish if Maddie and Poodle were here, they would know exactly what that means. I think it, it might be like a gay way of saying it, but God bless. Uh, like, uh, like meth. Okay. Do we think that she's in meth? Do we, think that, do we think that she has a drug goblet? Allegedly, because we're not lawyers, and we can be not be sued. But what, what the streets are saying that Chris, you know, has gone through a lot of her like turbulent scenes in uh, abroad is because she's. In fact, you know, like coming off of some shit and then she had to go back to America, honey, she's on some shit and suddenly she can like jump around and work hours and hours again with a back just feeling fine, you know, well, so I yeah, go ahead. That's it. No, how do you feel about the the, the case I've presented? Well, I thought when we met them, I was like, she's moving to Colombia to get free drugs. Because unlike the U.S., other states and countries, well, states, countries, you have way like cheaper drugs, including the Czech Republic. Like a lot of our medication, my medication, like I still sometimes ask my parents to ship it to me because Mm -hmm. it's so much cheaper. And so I thought like, all right, she's going to go and she's going to be getting her stuff free of charge. But somehow like she wasn't. That's why she was so off. And she's like, damn it, I really need it. So she went back to the U.S., and now she's she's been good since she's here. So I think she's getting her fix. And I'm not saying it, it are, those are necessarily illegal drugs, whatever she takes, right? But she's been fine in the U.S. because she has what she needs. <laughs> she's power so, washing driveways. Yeah. yeah. Like she was basically dying in Colombia. She couldn't even leave a cab. And now exactly. She's power washing driveways. She's doing all these odd jobs, riding her rare motorcycle, like. And, I, and I, I think since she got there and she realized, oh, I can't get the access to the drugs that I thought I could get, she's been coming up with these excuses to go home. First it was, oh, there's a rare motorcycle <laughs> issue. I got to go home. Then it was there's a bank issue. And then finally she's just like, you know what? I can't get drugs. I got to go home for my drugs. And she just yeah. came clean about yeah. it. It's all for about sure, the because drugs. A right? bank issue, you can call. Come on. We live in the 21st century. You can do freaking everything online or pick up a phone and call. Like, yeah. She's she also very toxic. Yeah. She's toxic. When 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 Jamie was like, I haven't even seen your face in a month. She's like, how dare you say I don't love you? I do everything for you. And I'm like, but she hasn't seen your face in a month. She's like, I'm so sorry I'm not on my phone 24-7. Yeah, I don't get it. I'm like, this how old are you? You're mm-hmm. not old enough to not be with your phone 24-7. Like, I'm with my phone 24-7. So you should be with your phone 24-7. You have children. It's like, so what? puzzling. The whole yeah. thing is so puzzling. Like they got married. I can't believe yeah. they actually made it to to a wedding. I can't believe that either. I actually like Jamie. She's like a nice, cute looking girl. She's she seems like a good person. And now there is Chris. But mm-hmm. somehow she's still into her. Like it's not like, oh man, yes, I got a taste. This is not for me. Like she still wants her. She's still crying. She wants her to come back to Colombia. We'll see how that works out. Very entertaining. I, I, yeah, I don't see a world in which Jamie could possibly be attracted to Chris and like what Chris has given her, which is someone who is 
sleepy and problematic all the time. Like, I don't mean, you know, just literally there's problems all the time, something new. Um, and obviously that she doesn't want to see her. Ah, God, it's so sad. The only yeah. upside I mean, she... was you, you can stop working, right? And so she quit her job. But then even that got weird. It was like, well, no, you, you can either go back to your job or find a new job. But then she didn't find a job. That whole situation was confusing. Just go yeah, back but to now it's like It's funny because now it's kind of this thing where it's like Chris is like, well, if you, you know, want me to come back, then you should get a job so that when I get back, we have more money. But then half of me is like, Jamie, never get a job. And half Chris just (laughs) never come back. But feels so guilty that she married you and you quit her job. Just have her just keep sending you money. Like that could be the best of both worlds. Yeah. Jamie should have ran when Chris got so excited about the knives. I Uh mean, imagine having a narcolepsy and you have a freaking... 15 inch knife under your pillow and night no, terrors and a drug uh, yeah oh no and a really bad sense of fashion like nope that's the biggest crime so bad it was the word the watching seeing her on tv upsets me because i'm like a larger audience sees this and they're going to think that this is okay and it is not how does she make money? And I think about that. Like, how do you how do you make money? Like, I don't understand how you have any money. Like, how do you get up and dress yourself? And if you put together that outfit and you walked out the door, then how did someone also ever pay you for anything that you put forth? Yeah, That's a very good did. question. Small town Alabama, where she's probably considered kind of cool because she dresses outside of the Walmart, you know? Oh, yeah. I keep forgetting that she does like all the dress up thingies what do you call it cosplay uniform unicorns yeah. and like skippies she loves onesies yeah she was like oh, i'm everyone thinks i'm so young and we're all like no we don't no you look exactly your age my friend yeah you and you and you and carlos of carlos and valentine are just like <laughs> twin, <laughs> twins born the same moment in time <laughs> um okay so yeah we, i Okay, so yeah, Gabe, this is funny because we're talking about how like easy it is to do things in the 21st century. Like we're supposed to believe that Gabe is just going to very easily be able to like go back and get his birth birth certificate changed to like, you know, to his gender or whatever. And so at the same time, you know, it's like, just get it done. He was I actually for a lot of things. But... He was not prepared. I was just going to add that I didn't even know it's possible and then we have a lot of friends who reached out to us saying hey it is possible and we did that and it was a great day and i loved it i like genuinely loved it knowing that oh wow like this is who what's possible that you can fully be who you are so just wanted to shout out to some of our friends you guys know who you are for always educating us on things we have no idea about but Mm -hmm. yeah when the learning channel drops the ball our friends. Exactly. Well, that's what TLC what is. One day. Just like MTV's Apparently. music television, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The learning channel. Um, yeah, I I feel bad for Debbie. I, you know, I her, her scenes with her son have made me feel really bad for her because you just like are seeing a son tormented by the fact that he is is not making a bad choice, but other than that, uh, we'll see what happens as it goes. Any like predictions or anything you want to see in the last part of the season? <sighs> I just want to see it all. I think they all will go home. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's basically Probably. what I was gonna say. Burn it all down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Bring them all back. Bring them. Well, what's your phrase? 
Danielle's not going. No, no, she's on the run. Yeah. <laughs> IRS. Yeah. Yeah, she's not coming back. Yeah, I'm she's not going back. back. No, 19 years in the high school honey system was enough for her just to sold everything. She's like, I don't want the pension. Honey, take it all. Take it all from take it. I don't care. I don't want it. <laughs> um, all right. Well then what a great little fun catch up of this season um with you all and to hear your thoughts on some of your some of the couples that we've enjoyed watching. Thank great you so much season. for joining us. I know, right? Thanks so much for joining on this collab of of ours. Um last final thoughts wah no great everything's great Um, (laughs) all right let's talk about uh carlos and valentine i don't know if we're getting visual aids this is out of control this is cool look at you guys very advanced yeah, I mean, if you um, are a part of our Patreon, which you can oh. find at docusweeties uh, patreon.com slash docusweeties, then you get the visuals of what you're hearing. It's not just um, for us to, to clue us in. <laughs> um, for everybody, we like to share. Yeah, more. if you pay. Wait, yeah, but ten dollars. It's only ten dollars a month, so it's basically nothing, honey. It's definitely cheaper than having any sort of boo overseas. Believe me, I just saw the photo. Well worth the ten dollars. I would have paid eleven for that. <laughs> I don't know what to say about that, but don't okay. say anything. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we start off with Juan Valentine. He lives in LA, but he has a, I mean, a, a deep Brooklyn, a, yeah. a deep New York accent. Forty-eight yeah, years he, old. Yeah. When he says he's from Los Angeles, he's like, "Yeah, I live in Los Angeles." And you're just like, oh, "For what? Two months, honey? I mean, you just you just landed? I mean, you know, like, just like no, yeah. I, I love accents. Like, I I, I really do. But it's just like, I'm glad. I, back New York. I know, honey. I'm here. <laughs> um, wait, wait, I have a question. Where are you from? Me? Are you from? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm from the Czech Republic. Yeah. Shout out to the Czech Republic. And mm-hmm. John is from the state of Connecticut. So a little above Brooklyn. Um, <laughs> I don't know if it's because I have an accent, but I can't hear accents. So unless you have like a deep southern accent, like Alabama, then I can't hear it. I, I cannot tell if you're from LA or from New York. She's pretty so... tone deaf, is what she's saying. Well, thanks. <laughs> but, yes. So is Valentine. You guys are bringing us back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Also, one more question to you guys. I think it's like, you you did watch season one and two of this. So you know Carlos oh, yeah. and Valentine. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And we... And Aria. Yeah. Oh, I was going to say, we met in New York City. So she is from the Czech oh, Republic. John. But we, we met in New York City when she was here on some sort of visa. And then we made it official green card style. Um, but yeah, so we the, the, the New York accent is near and dear to my heart <laughs> Teresa apparently can't hear it i can but i think it helped me because what i was told and i think that's true that new yorkers speak very fast and mm-hmm. so then when we moved down south i was like oh my god like why do people take so much time to say something and it's so true <laughs> and i feel like now like i can understand any english because mm-hmm. of that new york fast accent so it's like you you should learn guitar on an acoustic so that when you get to electric you're you're john mayer yes 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 just like you should always practice all of your olympic sports in high altitudes because if you can and, and going back to new york if you can make it there you can make it anywhere but anyway okay let me just tell you this <laughs> i love valentine so much because he's an artist but in every every and i'll tell you this his music is horrible like i remember like one of the best <laughs> One of the best parts of like last seasons is just like Juan and I like reciting his like dumb lyrics. I feel like Juan, you know the top of your head. What is yeah, it? A little bit. It's like she she's so sweet. 
down to her ass, ass cheeks. cheeks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. 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 Satisfaction. I like how you guys are pretending you don't like that song. She demands satisfaction. That is my ringtone, and it's way. I have a question for you guys. It's way better than any song that Darcy and Stacy have put out. I was just gonna say that. I was like, who's worse? Darcy and Stacy, like, eh, 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 <laughs> or Carl, Carlos, uh, Valentine. Oh, Who's worse? God. Darcy and Stacy. I mean, hands down. Hundred <laughs> percent. I think I would rather Darcy and Stacy's music, but I like. This is where I'm going to give Valentine. Valentine always has hot ass visuals because he has an aesthetic. And Valentine's, all of his music videos look the exact same, and the aesthetic is 2000s club. <laughs> Um, wait, let's let's now do another couple. Okay, who would you rather have, uh, music-wise? River of the Family Chantel, his rapping career, or um, would you rather have Tariq? Ooh. Ooh. I'll take River <laughs> just because he's a little easier to look at. <laughs> well, you take it easier over there. I'll, I'll take River because I've never heard his music or listened to it, and so... Oh, you have. I'll oh, take you the, have. I'll take the devil I don't know this time. <laughs> John, yeah. you didn't buy the way on the river. Rivers. Did I? River. Yeah. Oh. What's his okay. name? River or r- rivers? River. 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 Oh, one. one. Okay. One river. Singular. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, okay, uh. so we we have Valentine, and uh, he actually they actually do something that was was great for us as an audience. They talked about Hairgate. Ooh. They As get on the Patreon. <laughs> they acknowledge the fact that he had a whole hair situation that we all hated and talked about last year. And he was like, I was balding, so I decided to get some hair. Yes. But then I started playing around with the hair and did what does too that much. mean? What does what that is- mean? What? Yeah, I, I, I imagine is like he just was like, "Oh, I feel like my forehead's too big," and so he just brought it down to right here. But himself, like eBay mm-hmm. implants, or how do you play with your own hair? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I imagine it was like a piece or some kind of. Yeah, no. I imagine it was some kind of piece because I've seen like men on Instagram, like black men who get like toupees or whatever. Um, and so he, I don't know why he did that to himself, but they acknowledged it and I was happy for it. And we got to see his um, stiff eyelashed friend. Um, oh, well, we think she, she got, okay, this is what happened. And I got, God bless this woman. And she does a lot of things. So maybe she doesn't have time, but she has those, she has this, been using the same house of lashes, the stick ones for like three years. And they have so much dry glued on them. And they're already straight lashes that are coming at you in different angles. But then there's just layers of dried glue. And when she like binks down, you like see the globs. And all I'm saying is like, you gotta get you some new lashes, babe. You gotta get you some new lashes. <laughs> I, you need to pull up a reference photo because I'm clearly okay, not paying I, attention to the uh, important stuff. Let me just... Oh, I always, I I always see oh, Darcy like, and Stacy. Oh. oh, yeah. I like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, I mean, I'm not, you know, listen, John, I don't need is, to be picky. That was an uneducated is... note. John, you don't like that. Take it uh, back. I'm going to say don't. it right now. I, I, I would never. <laughs> um, also, so, so sorry, he... I was like, how fun is it also to stick our heads out? Yes, honey, Brady, Brady Budge. It, wah, do it! Wah! Okay, I'm okay, Patreon. She's, she's okay. hollering into the mic, and I have to now note that time. 10. 10.52. Maybe we take a commercial. Take a, take a commercial. Okay. You know what we're going to do right now? You guys are having so much fun. Let's stop for a commercial. All right. Let's now we're back this. from Let's commercial. Go, yeah, we're talking about this. It's still Carlos and Valentine. Valentine's finally getting his 
freaking haircut. And it's like, this woman is doing a goddamn service. Now this woman also should do some stuff, you know, for herself, which is, it's very hard to be a woman and do stuff when you have like multiple pans in the fryer, right? Teresa? Yeah, for sure. Well, I'm just glad that she told him like, your haircut sucked. Like he looked like a Lego figurine. Well, so I honestly, I'm glad there I honestly, is someone, there is someone who was like, you got to shave that. It was because us. I could not look at Valentine. It was the collective us. I feel I usually feel bad for people that go on 90. They go on these shows and everyone tears them apart for the littlest things. I think in, in Valentine's case, we all did him a favor. He saw all the comments <laughs> and he said, I better do something about this. Yeah. Yeah. You know. It's, very, it's a vulnerable thing to open yourself up to this world. Go ahead. Go ahead. Very true. I was just going to say, I'm very curious. Like, he said he's an HR rep, right? How much money does he make? Because look at the studio. Look at all his extra fancy effects. I always think of our HR. I'm like, damn, like, I wonder what they do. HR is their, hit records, Teresa. <laughs> in their lives, I guess. I, so I'm in HR. Um, and he said that he's an yeah that he's an executive HR like person. So I, he's making six figures. He's probably making like two hundred or like a little under it. Yeah, really. Yeah, yeah and it depends on the company. Nice. Depends on the company. Well, depends on nice. like because you if you jump around in HR, you can get more money at each company you go to. And if he's like executive wise, like he's he's making a lot. Yeah, Good he's always traveling. He got the, he well, got he the knows cosmetic surgery. Them. Yes, honey, all of it. You know, like the surgery. He's, he's traveling. He has he has the YouTube channel. I don't even just not even just the music. He can't stop making art. Besides the music, he has C squared. <laughs> has anyone crucial gone conversations? <laughs> Have you guys gone to watch this uh, <laughs> this public access channel that parades around like a YouTube channel? I wish I had okay no but I want to hear what you hopefully you did but I did look up the stylist that's on it that was okay. on that was uh, uh, his Joe exclusive <laughs> yes no, thank you no conversation <laughs> with with Joe exclusive is crucial so I don't understand why he's on crucial conversations but this uh, C squared has been around for like seven years and I think this is the fifth sixth season the first couple of seasons had different hosts and now Valentine's done the last three years or three seasons as the host. So he didn't start it. It's someone else's I, show. I, wow. I, I, from my limited okay. research that I did, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. it is public access. Like it's not on YouTube. Yeah. No, it's on YouTube, but it looks like it's ripped off public access oh, and put yeah. on YouTube. It looks so mm -hmm. shiny and polished on the show, and then you go and watch the actual episode, and it, it is not that at all. Hilarious, hilarious. Yeah, this man has a lot of time on his hands. He works out. <laughs> oh, lot. He has a his his uh, show. And he is, I don't know, planning a wedding. He's an executive in HR. He's getting new neck tattoos. Did you see the new He's neck tattoos? He's a tattoo? musician, yes. Yes, and a musician. This man is doing a lot. Um, so we get to see that back background like of him like being like, oh, how does it look? And they're toting out men for different um, wedding suits that he might wear. Joe Exclusive is helping out with that. And there's a conversation he has between him and his girl. I don't know her name. Tiffany? I don't know. Um, him and his friend. Kay, I think. Kay? I think it was uh, Kay, yeah. Okay. Him and Kay are having a conversation about his pending wedding for to Carlos and how it is rife with drama. And the drama is the fact that Carlos has met a female friend or met a female friend while he and um, they were talking. And this female's friend, her name is Michelle. And 
Carlos says, oh, I, I say I'm gay, but I'm actually bisexual. Bisexual. And <clears throat> go ahead. Wait. Oh, whoa, 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 oh, God. What was the thing that happened uh, the first season that they were like Dominitivo and... Activo? Like Activo. Yes, 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 yes. Like how they're both, both Activo. I forgot. Is that, two that? tops. Both two tops? Yeah, they're two tops. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I forgot. Did, did Carlos tell us then that he was bisexual? Or no. Were we so, we, but we were so obsessed with the bisexual ladies, Abby, that we just like wouldn't even tolerate anyone else being bisexual at the time because we were so obsessed with those bisexuals. Um, remember them? We love them. Oh, so anyway, uh, yeah. yeah. Abby. Uh, Gabby yeah. and Cranky. Uh, Scabby. Scabby. Uh, um, but yeah, so in this situation, we're going back to Carlos. He's lovely. He still has that hair. He's 29. He says he's a student. Do you believe he's 29, Teresa and John? Do you believe that he's 29? Carlos? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. oh. But I saw some photos of him like a few years ago, and he wasn't looking like this. So I think he he was hitting the gym hard. Hitting oh. something. Yeah. No? Okay. No? Yeah. Or so, I think or this. He was hitting something hard. <laughs> I think steroids injections. I don't know. I was like, you know, like, mm. you know, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I didn't is believe there, him for wait, one wait, second. Wait. Is there a thing? Can what? I eject my myself some muscles? Oh, Teresa. What? <laughs> How do you? Th- if your country ever won an Olympic sport, it's probably because they were injected with. Steroids. Well, are you talking steroids? What mm. else? Yes. Yeah. I thought you just like snack on them like pills. No. No. Mm. Oh, Ooh, you inject steroids? steroids? Uh-huh. Oh. If, first of all, that's, that's the reason new. why I've never done them. If I could that's snack on new. them, I would do them. <laughs> no, my mind is blown right now, but I guess. <laughs> but I do believe There's... he's 29. Back okay. To your initial uh-huh. question. That he gives a strong uh, 42 to me. Really? Okay. <laughs> Yeah, I'm so was... bad at all reality TV ages because maybe it's just I think I look younger than I am. But I, look I do too. think that too. And I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> how is this person my age or how is this person younger than me? Um, so yeah. I, I, I'm all askew with ages. Yeah, but that's exactly what we're saying. He's younger than me, and I just can't. That's true. Yeah, he's younger than me. He's younger than me too. Yeah, yeah way and I don't younger believe than it. me. You guys Look make a good at point. Us. Look at us. I mean, I was saying, you know, just like yeah. you know, he works out in the sun maybe a lot. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. God bless. But um, he has that friend. I think the friend's name is Matthew, which is why I think that in my notes I was like Matthew and Carlos because they're friends. And um, ex ex lovers. Sorry, my dad walked in the room. Uh-huh. So anyway, um, I think it's Victor. But I might thank be God, wrong. Listen, thank God you're on. Thank God you're doing this podcast. Can you, can you always come on and just tell us the names because you'd be surprised how I I know I don't watch the show. Okay, do you it. know how much shit John give me gives me if I don't write things down and then I'm just like, uh, so <laughs> I'm doing my homework. I'm trying to write the names down and someone needs to pronounce it properly because John's not good at that. So oh, yeah. it's Ooh, Victor. Shots fired. All right. All right. Uh, so Carlos is uh, telling Mich- not Michelle. Carlos is telling Victor how he doesn't understand why um, Valentine is upset about Michelle. And then Valentine is telling Kay that he's down with the polyamory. He's okay with it. But the fact is, is that Carlos is not defining it as that. And he's getting upset that this is happening. And now he feels like this is somebody that Carlos has emotionally been with or is emotionally like in love with. And even though they're good friends now, he doesn't want that person coming to the wedding. Now I have a question. Based on the information given, John and Teresa, Mm -hmm. do you think Michelle should go to the wedding? Yes. What? 
I, I mean, we, I think we had this debate already. We did, and I forgot what I said initially. But now, when I'm th- when I'm thinking about it with my fresh brain, I guess I think it's fine if she goes. If they're just friends and they they didn't hook up and it's been a while and they are true friends, why not? But yeah. if he, whoa, well, wait, wait, if he still has feelings for her, however, then she should not come. Hmm, okay, John. Let me plead my case here for a second. So they're not longtime friends, which is my issue. If they were childhood friends and he caught feelings, he got a crush, fine. It's like you guys have known each other your entire life. He's he's known Michelle, uh, I don't know, what, a year longer than he's known Valentine? What? So I don't see any good that comes from this. She can stay home for this one, and then they can all hang out together later if they want. But there, there's no – I don't see any – positive anything good coming out of her being at this wedding what if she brings a plus one drama Mm, drama Drama. chris what do you think i think she should absolutely come because she has never been into carlos carlos was like i met her and she i think that she thought he was gay so i think that she was like booed up with her a friend and was just probably like laying on his chest like whispering secrets <laughs> gay, se- to your gay bestie which i've done so many times whatever god bless and then he was might have also been like hey you know uh so you know be, i'm actually bisexual guess what i'm not just always like active you know I'm, I'm activo you know what i'm saying i'm i'm, I'm, I'm whatever god bless. so anyway i don't know god bless. and then she was like oh and he was like i have like feelings for you and she was like oh cool uh like not so much like those back for you but you know Sorry, that's what it seems like. And so why? Like, who cares? She's not a threat. The I mean, feelings are too living life. You should not be at the altar looking out into the crowd and seeing someone that you were recently attracted to and, and told people about this out loud that you're attracted to them. This is awkward and uncomfortable for everyone. And if your fiance, if your future husband doesn't want that person there, well, it's time to start compromising. That's Carlos. exactly what I was going to say, is that the fact, the simple fact mm. that valentine does not want her there on his special day should absolutely cause carlos to let that person to not have that person to the wedding you can still be friends with someone you don't invite to your wedding you can just do it out of honor there's no reason for her to be there you didn't know her that long so why is she like such a priority to fight over your fiance to have that person come it's like weird well i think carlos no valentine should actually be like yeah, let her come to the wedding, and then when the time is right, I'll introduce the polyamory again. Be like, "Hey, dude, you brought someone to the wedding. You have some emotions too. So here is a bottom for us that we want to invite into the relationship, <laughs> and now we cannot say anything." Valentine's right? not into women, though, is he? I'm not saying her to be the bottom. Oh. I'm saying to invite <laughs> the bottom. <laughs> Jesus, that's aggressive, John. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's not up. That's not up to us to decide who's their bottom. But I feel like I would be like, listen, like you had some sort of a connection. So you kind of understand where I'm coming from with the whole polyamory. So how about we revisit this topic? Um, yeah, you're right. Uh, did you notice that um, when Valentine was getting his hair cut, that she was cutting his hair on a shag carpet? No. So she, he's sitting, I wish I had gotten a picture of it. He's sitting in this like square chair and below him is like a white shag carpet and i was like this is the fakest of the fakey fakes i hate when they don't have the continuity to like get it together so that a viewer like me doesn't go what <laughs> it takes you out of it completely it takes Come on, me out of it i couldn't suspend my dif- my disbelief um anything else to say about them i feel like we got through them quick 
I know. I guess I want to say this. It just did it feel like to you that like Valentine's, like you know, I am in a, a polyamory. I know I can. I have the. This is what he kept saying. I have the ability to love more than one person. Carlos isn't into that, but now you know he's saying that he has feelings for someone else. Like, what's up with that or whatever? And I wanted to be like, I don't think that you just. I don't think that you alone have the ability to have feelings for more than one person at a time. I don't think that only people that claim or are into like polygamy are like, I think that, I think that most people have the ability to have feelings for more than one person, but people choose, some people just choose to keep it, keep it neat, keep it tidy, you know, or whatever, because, you know, obviously there's jealousy or whatever, just, you know, some people just choose to be monogamous for lots of reasons, you know? And so it just, it's a confusing thing for me to not to like, think that Valentine can't bridge that for him. So that's really interesting. That's an interesting point. And we talk about this a lot because we do seeking brother husband, we do seeking sister wife. And I was like, I don't get it. I, I don't see how you could love two people. And Teresa said, well, we're not parents, but Therese was like, well, I bet a parent, when they have multiple kids, you love them equally. It's probably something similar to that. I it didn't may- say that. You, you didn't? Oh, I said you- the opposite. <laughs> oh. I was like, I was like, I bet I bet parents always have their favorite, like your parents, okay. John. So, so, then, <laughs> so then to that point, even you, I, I agree with you, Chris. You can be attracted to multiple people, and you can maybe have feelings in some way for multiple people. But there's always going to be one person that you feel more towards. And that's who you decide to settle down with. Yeah, yeah. I agree with you. And I, I going along the lines of what you're saying, John, uh, John, is that I think that a lot of people who do polyamory, I have a friend who's who's polyamorous, and they refer to that person or can refer to that person as their anchor, as mm-hmm. the person who they um, can feel like, you know, they would be able to be with forever and everybody else they, you know, they have long-term whatever's with, but it's not that long lasting. This is my person until I die type thing. And I don't, I don't think that's a judgment either way. I know in the Western world, we have such a very specific idea about how love should be and it should be till your dying day. And like, till, you know, to, to whatever, but I can say that I was in love once and I was in love for a very long time and I didn't want to be with anybody else because I mm-hmm. want to give myself only to that person. Cause I loved them. But I could have. And I think that's part of that thing of some people can do both. Some people don't want to do none of it. They just want to be monogamous. And there are people who are just kind of somewhere in between where they're like, if the opportunity arises and it's safe and no one gets upset, I would do it. So the way you're describing it to me sounds with like an anchor. Uh, Sounds like an open relationship, though. You have your relationship and then you're free to go have fun and spend time with others. I feel like the idea with the poly is like, no, we're all in this together. We're living together. We're loving together. We're not loving together together, Mm -hmm. but sometimes, sometimes, sometimes they, I mean, if you're talking about, uh, that black man and those three white women in Colorado. Nick Davis. Oh my God. I was just going to say that. (laughs) He's my spirit animal. (laughs) No, he's having sex with, they're all having sex together. (laughs) But like, I, I I guess I just think that like sometimes poly people don't live together. And the example that I have is my friend who is poly. He does not live he lives with one person because they have two kids together, but his anchor is someone else because okay. him and that person he had two kids with their relationship where they're romantic and all of that has kind of petered out, but they still are good friends and love each other. And so they have those, they have two kids together, you know? So it's like, 
you it, it it takes whatever form works out you know sure yeah everybody and, everybody is different everyone feels different things thinks different things to mm -hmm. to try to use our own thought process and feelings on others is futile so yeah, yeah. And whatever I, makes I, you happy and I, whatever Dewan is saying or Valentine is saying about the fact that he's uncomfortable with how Carlos is going about it, I think it's because Carlos isn't being open and honest with him. Carlos making it seem mm. like it's nothing and we're, I'm over it and all that stuff. But I think Valentine is like, I need you to just be honest with who, what you're feeling. And the reason, the true reason why you really want her to come to this wedding. Like, I like that part because then that also, um, uh whatever it explains why he's okay with Victor being there. Mm -hmm. Also, I think they've all, all three hooked up. Oh, for sure. Victor, so that's what it, Carlos and Valentine. Yes. So. Oh yes. Because, you know, I think that Victor, you know, isn't as activo. And so, you know, and we've known some of the, pro we've known some of the challenges, you know, he, he, Valentine spoke of the relationship challenges and, and we know some of the ones, you know, there's a lot of activity happening and sometimes there needs to be a little less activity, a little more passivity, you know? So it was, <laughs> it was kind of news to us. We're all agreeing. It was news to us that Carlos is bisexual. You think it's news to Valentine? Is that something that is maybe throwing him off a little bit, or has he known from day one? I don't know. Great, because that's point. a lot to process. I mean, Carlos said that he's only been in like serious relationships and with men, mm -hmm. so maybe he is attract. And I was telling, I was telling this to John before that maybe he's just attracted to everyone, which. There is a word for it. I keep forgetting. Is it pansexual? It's pansexual. Mm -hmm. okay. uh, I actually know someone who is, and it's kind of the idea. I was like, you are, you don't, you don't care about a gender, so maybe that's his thing. Because as far as we know, I don't think he's been in relationships with women. Really, maybe he hooked up, but not like a t intense relationship, right? Mm -hmm. And yeah, we've known him I as a gay man, so. Um, I'm kind of like curious where, not where this is coming from. I'm sure that's who he is, but he never brought it up before. You know, wait, can I ask a question? Is P in LGBTQ? Wait, LGBT, LGP. No, it's, 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 no, it's not, right? Okay. The only because I'm asking is because he would use, I feel like he'd use the word pansexual if he was pansexual. Right. Maybe he would. Why yeah, wouldn't I, he? Yeah, this is Why new to he? me. I learned like six months oh. ago, so I'm kind of behind. But <laughs> um, can you believe that we've talked? I love this so much. Thirty minutes about one couple. Can you imagine if we did this for every? Can you imagine shooting a podcast? Shooting <laughs> where am I? Am I in my uh, C squared studio? I'm not quite sure. <laughs> this uh, is higher quality. Let me tell you. <laughs> yeah, could you imagine if you did thirty minutes on each couple every time you watched a ninety day fiance episode? Oh my gosh. Here? You'd have hours and hours of content. All right, you guys. Thank you so much. Uh, wow. I loved talking about Carlos and Valentine. They're one of my favorite couples. I'm so glad that they're back because I, they were our first, from my recollection, LGBTQ um, plus couple. And to me, they were very successful and I enjoyed watching it. And honestly, it was one of the best proposals on the 90 day world that I have ever seen. And mm -hmm. it really brought tears to my eyes. So I, it's nice to be able to see them again. Um, but listeners, if you uh, want to listen to part two, we're going to talk about the other couples that happened in this episode, Jessica and Juan, Lydia and Scott, 
on the Married to Reality podcast. So be on the lookout for part two. Um, and if you are interested in seeing the visuals of what you've been listening to right now, you can join us on patreon.com slash docusweeties. It's only $10 a month. It's a Starbucks cup of coffee a day situation. So like give us one day, you know, $10. You got it. You love it. You want to see it. Um, exclusive content. I watched season one of 90 Day Fiance and at some point I'm going to do a live talking about it. So you're going to get some good stuff if you come over here. Um, but Chris is going to let you know about our socials in case you cannot do that $10 a month. Yes, I will. And that is at DocuSweeties on Instagram, at DocuSweeties on TikTok, and at DocuSweeties1 on Twitter. But John and Teresa, please tell us where we can find obviously podcasts on Apple Podcasts, but tell us just all of your socials and where if, where we can get as much content from you as possible. For sure. Uh, and first of all, thank you for having us. This was so much fun. And come over to, to Married to Reality, the podcast for part two. You can find it wherever you listen to podcasts. You can find us on Instagram at Married to Reality Pod and on Patreon. That's actually where we're covering this season of Love and Paradise for us. It's not on the free feed. It's over on Patreon, patreon.com slash Married to Reality. We're also doing Seeking Brother, Husband over there. It's wild. Um, so check it out. And uh, I think you'll like it. So thank you. Yeah, check it out, guys. And thank you, ladies, for having us on your pod. We had a blast. And as John said, for the second part, come over to our show. Come over to my house. Come over to my <laughs> house. All right, you guys. Thank you so much for joining us. Bye. 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 Bye.